And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to another weekend. We have done it. We have done it. We have done it. Cody Decker here, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass on the radio with my man Ryan Horvat, which means you're only doing the smartest possible thing. You are listening to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Thank you so much for joining us. We got a lot to cover today. We got a lot of games, a lot of props, a lot of lines. But first, we're going to stick around with some futures bets, some long shot bets, in fact. And Ryan, Let's go right in here, and we're going to take a look at each one of these and decide whether or not they're worth a sprinkle, or quite frankly, let's leave them alone. Um, and we'll start with the Braves. Thir- plus 1,300 to win the World Series, defending World Series champions, currently second place in their division. They're only four behind the Mets, and let's face facts. The Braves have been just surging and surging and surging. It doesn't look like there's any stop in sight. The Mets... Listen, we, we, they've ha- they've done a really good job of standing pat with yeah. their injuries. They've lost out on, you know, obviously Scherzer for the entire year, even though he's coming back. DeGrom, it looks like we finally might have a timetable for DeGrom to come back. Yeah. And then, of course, Tyler McGill and a few other bodies. But can this team really sustain this going forward? I think they can. They've done a good job of, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, man, the Mets lost such a such a lead. I'm looking at it like, hey, man, they were able to tread water enough to maintain that lead without their entire pitching staff. Yeah, man, the Braves have been – I mean, look what they did in June, over 20, 20 wins. And just how they did it, you have to take them seriously once again because they were scoring six runs a game. I mean, they were hitting 267 as a team. They hit 52 homers uh, in the month of June, man averaging six runs a game. That's just ridiculous. And you trust everybody in that lineup because we've been watching them do it. They just made us a bunch of money last year. If you bet on them, Swanson has been on fire 339 average seven homers this past month. But uh, I still think it's the Mets just because like you said, they've done such a good job standing pat. They're going to get Scherzer back. We know that for sure. DeGrom. I mean, man, if DeGrom comes back and you go DeGrom Scherzer, in a playoff series, in a postseason series, and then you have all those arms that you've developed the last, you know, this year without them. Uh, still the Mets for me. So I don't, I, I would want better value, I feel, but 13 to one with the defending champs is a decent price. Obviously, an expanded postseason, pretty much everybody gets in. It's not a bet I'm going to place, but uh, I don't blame anybody that does. I, I, I think it's worth potentially a sprinkle. I mean, yeah. it really is. Here's the thing. I actually had this conversation with a writer for a uh, beat writer for a, a team last night. And we were talking about the American League and National League. And he's like, yeah, the American League is just, it, it seems like they're better. I'm like, they're not. They're just not. And I'm like, yeah. just look at this. It's, it's In the American League, it's two teams. It's really actually two teams. And I know everybody likes looking at the AL East and saying, oh, look at all these teams. No. The AL East is the Yankees right now. It plain and simple. It's the Yankees and everybody else. And for the rest of the league, it's the Yankees and the Astros and everybody else right now. And that yeah. includes, I'm talking, I'm talking the what the the Red Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox have been surging and hitting unbelievably, but pitching, I think, at the end of the day, will be their Achilles heel, even with Chris Sale coming back. The Rays, uh, this team is going to make the playoffs, uh, likely but they've been banged up. They have not been hitting at all. Luckily, they've uh, brought up, uh, they brought back Wander Franco and that should definitely help. Um, but listen, the American League is two teams in my eyes and that's the Astros and Yankees. We're the National League, the, the Dodgers, the Mets, 
the Braves. Hell, I'll throw the Cardinals and Brewers in there, the Padres in there. I'll throw the Giants in there. I would not be surprised if any of these seven teams that I just mentioned wins the pennant. Right. Same here. Same here. That's the thing. Yeah. So I guess you're getting good value, right? That's a great point. You know, in the National League with any of those teams. Um, but in the AL, I agree. The Astros, I watch the Astros and I'm like, this is the best team in baseball. But then how am I saying that? Because the Yankees win every single night. Every night they're scoring over six runs. Every night somebody's stepping up. The rotation has been so much better than expected. The bullpen's been so much better than expected. We got Garrett Cole going tonight. But still, mm-hmm. man, there's just something about this Astros team. It's those two teams in the AL. I, I wanted the Blue and, and the Blue Jays have been fine, man. It's just and look at the division they're in. But I just want more from from them, from Same. Toronto. I wanted Toronto to be that team, and uh, just don't trust them at all. So I'm with you there. You know what? Their pitching has let me down. I mean, Kikuchi hasn't been very good. Um, Ryu has well, well one been hurt, but also when he hasn't been hurt, hasn't been very good. Uh, Barrios has not been as sharp as he should although i do have a bet on barrios later on today i'm looking very forward to talking about it but uh yeah they've been um they haven't been a disappointment disappointment's not the right word they just i think they're capable of more these blue jays offensively we know what they can do offensively um but on the mound i mean gossman's been phenomenal um but they lost robbie ray and hell right now it's looking like robbie ray isn't much of a loss for this team based on the season he's having although i will say robbie ray's Last two outings he's been has great. looked like Robbie Ray again. Yeah, dude, he's been making me some money. So let's let's not jinx that though, because he's been making me some money. Uh, my guy Logan Gilbert has been great. He's as been well. phenomenal, phenomenal. In fact, the only reason the Mariners are where even have a heartbeat, in my opinion, thus far, is one of the reasons is Logan Gilbert himself. Like he's yeah. been really, really good. I got another one for you here, and yeah. let's see what you think of this. Mookie Betts plus 1,200 to win the NL MVP. I'm not going like, to lie to you. I love where this is right now. He's currently, he's going to get off the IL. We know what he's going to do when he gets off the IL. In fact, before he got on the IL, what was he, second in the MVP running at the time? I mean, he's just, the guy's unbelievable. And the, when I say unbelievable, I didn't realize how good he was when he was in Boston. I mean, I knew he was good when he was in Boston. But I didn't see him play every day. And then when I retired, you know, I live in Los Angeles. Right. I got to start seeing him play every day. And then you start seeing what this guy does. And I, I I don't like making the comparison because I think it's an unfair comparison when I say that Mike Trout is the greatest player who ever lived. But if there is a player that is very close to what Mike Trout is, his name is Mookie Betts. And he yeah. is unbelievable, man. I think this is absolutely worth a sprinkle. Yeah, I've been calling him the best player in baseball for a long time. Like when people were having the debate between Christian Yelich and – uh and uh, Cody Bellinger a couple of years ago, even like, I love Mookie Betts, man. He could do it all. I love this price. I was going to ask you, though, do you think we get a better price? Because right now, Paul Goldschmidt, who I do love, he's having a fantastic season. He's plus 100. I don't think he wins NL MVP. He's having a great season. But plus 100, I mean, that's a ridiculous price. That's Pete a bit Alon- up there. Pete Alonzo, plus 500. No, thank you. Manny Machado, he just came back the other night, DH'd. Uh, he's dinged up, plus 550. I'm just wondering, do we get a better price with Mookie Betts? Because like you said, he's going to get healthy. Man, I I like that. I'm going to make a little play on that as well. Betts 12 to 1, just because I don't know that we do get a better price. Trey Turner, 14 to 1. Um, I think Betts is the bet, man, 12 to 1. The Dodgers are going to take off in in the second half of the season. It's funny because everybody keeps asking, like, we do these uh, national hits all over the place, and people are like, what's wrong with the Dodgers? Uh, They're bored. 
I mean, <laughs> in the postseason, at worst, they're going to the NLCS. Right now, they're beat up in their board. I mean, they have to get – they don't have Walker Buehler right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to add another arm because Badly. nobody saw this Trevor Bauer stuff going down. And then when's Dustin May coming back? Because there's a guy yeah. like you could, you could use him as a spot starter. You could use him out of the bullpen. The Dodgers are going to be fine. I have no worries about the Dodgers. Here, here's the thing about the Dodgers, though. Like, I'm actually very scared for everybody in baseball because of the Dodgers. Because right now, the Dodgers, who are in first place, who have one of the best records in baseball, like you just said, they're playing like they're bored. They're not playing even all that good at the moment. And they are hurt and underperforming. Yeah. So let's see. They're without Mookie Betts. They're without Walker Bueller. They're without Dustin May. Um, they've lost Bauer probably forever. Um, yeah. Now let's keep this line going. Max Muncie hasn't played like himself. Justin Turner hasn't played like himself. Cody Bellinger hasn't been himself for years. Those are three massive impact players who are kind of lying in the weeds right now. If one of them gets going, beware. Oh, and Mookie Betts is coming back. And be and very scared. Yeah, man. And Turner homered last night. One of those guys, I mean, those guys are going to turn it around again. I mean, today's July 1st as we record this podcast. So I have no worries about the Dodgers. They're going to be fine. And let's remember uh, it's the Dodgers. You look at that farm system. They still have some, how they have some prospects. Amazing. They can move. I have no idea, but they can. And uh, whatever they need, they'll get it at the deadline. Let's be honest. The best player that's available at the deadline will be a Dodger. Every year it's somebody else. It's Machado. It's Mookie Betts. They'll end up with somebody. So Mookie bets 12 to one. I love that bet. I'm placing that bet today. Me too. I, I'm going to do the same. Um, one more for us today, because we did talk a lot about the NLEs. We talked a lot about the bets. We talked a lot about, obviously, the Braves, the Phillies. Um, I don't trust this team as far as I can throw them, especially without Bryce Harper. But we can't sit here and pretend that they aren't winning and they aren't beating up on teams. In fact, yesterday, I, like my all-star bet of the day was everything in that game against Aaron Nola because the stats were completely against them. When I say completely against them, the Braves' background against Aaron Nola, basically they had like 20 homers and a collective hitting over 500 against Aaron Nola. They lost by a touchdown yesterday against Aaron Nola because baseball is crazy. Um, Listen, these Phillies, 17-1 to win the NL East. It's really not out of the realm of possibility. It really isn't. They they are George Foreman. They are a 50-year-old George Foreman. Every time they go out there, they got a puncher's chance, and they might have one of the better puncher's chances in all of baseball with that offense. That number today is 17 to one in July. I played that before the season three to one plus 300 Phillies. To win the NL East. You know, I got to be honest. I love you, BetMGM, MGM king of sports books. You get no more of my money on the Philadelphia. <laughs> They're trying hard to, you know, I mean, dude, Bryce Harper, when is he coming back? He's at least six a- weeks. At least six. And here's the thing. If they're in contention, he's going to come back early. Just like Manny Machado is coming back early right now for the Padres. I think Manny Machado, I'm going to stay off the Manny Machado line right now, because I think in two weeks, that Manny Machado line is going to be a little more tasty for me to jump on. And then Manny Machado is going to go off. I was going to say good point really quickly with that too, because he comes back last night. He DH, you know, he gets off to a slow start coming back from the injury goes one for his next 15. That's when you get the price mm-hmm. you fire away on him and bets. Again, I want nothing to do with Goldschmidt plus 200. Yeah, man, I, I would not play the Phillies to win that division just because the Mets are going to get healthy. And I would not play. Um, I, I was looking at a couple more of these really quickly. I wanted to touch on one more. The Cardinals plus 1200 to win the National League. 
sucker bet, in my opinion. Big I know time. that I was, I was like, time. Up. Dude, all right, so do you trust Adam Wainwright to do what he's doing right now the second half of the season, even no. if he does? Jack Flaherty hasn't looked like Flaherty since he's come back he yet. He can't stay healthy. Michaelis, I mean, he's had a great year, but Michaelis has been great. But I just listen, You're we haven't one. seen this from Michaelis, yeah. so I can't sit here and just blindly bet a second half on him. I just can't. I, I want him to, but yeah. I still think the Brewers are the best team in this division. I was, yeah, and and even like, yeah, for for me, there's only three teams I'm really looking at in the NL uh, right now, like that I want to take a shot with. It'd be the Brewers just because they're going to get Peralta back. They just got Woodruff back. Mm-hmm. All they need, they need to add another bat. Although yeah, offensively, they they've been scoring some runs. That's a team that I love because if they have the lead going into the seventh inning, they win. winning 99% of the time mm-hmm. with Devin Williams and Josh Hader, man. And Yelich, RBI triple last night. He's been he's been playing he's a little alive. bit. Better. And Yo's uh, really been coming alive for them. Rowdy Telez has been raking for him. the Brewers. I love him. Yeah. He went to – did you see I – man, I, I wish I had this story in front of me because somebody's dad is the coach at this high school. He went there – I don't know if you just know this off the top of your head. Like, is it is it Lucas Giolito? Um, he went to this high school, I believe. Harvard Westlake. Is okay. Is, is that's is that where Rowdy went to? There's like no Rowdy did not guys. go to Harvard Westlake. Harvard Westlake produced Jack uh, Flaherty. Uh, produce. I'll give you the guys that Harvard Westlake produced because Harvard Westlake is literally. I could throw a rock and hit Harvard Westlake from my house right now. Rowdy, did, Rowdy didn't go there. Rowdy did not go to Harvard Westlake. Harvard Westlake produced the following guys: Josh Satin. Okay. Um, they produced Lucas Giolito, Max yeah. Freed, Jack Flaherty, um, a few other guys. They, they, they've they, they, a lot of ball players come out of there. Specifically, after I left high school, that place became like a juggernaut high school uh, baseball program. Um, there's a lot of juggernaut high school baseball programs in this area in Southern California, but that's one of the one of the bigger ones. Yeah, he's from Sacramento. Okay, yeah, I, I couldn't get that story down. All yeah, right. and across the way, by the way, just to make that abundantly clear. That's where Harvard Westlake is across the street from Harvard Westlake. And when I say across the street, I'm talking maybe 0.7 miles away, maybe 1.3 miles away is Notre Dame, where the rival high school uh, is where Giancarlo Stanton was playing against Lucas G. Lito, Max Fried, and Jack Flaherty. And by the way, yes, that was the rotation at Harvard Westlake for three years. I may have been listening to like Steve Stone on 670 The Score, but somebody was telling the story. I was like, man, that is that that's a ridiculous pipeline. Right well, there. what's really funny about that is I gave hitting lessons to Max and Lucas and Lucas's brother while they were there. <laughs> that's insane, man. It's, just, it's just so crazy, though, because I mean, you know, obviously you, like you get two or three guys into the bigs and that's a huge deal. You got 15, 16. It's insane. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, there, there's a lot of places out here that are ridiculous like that. Yeah, but for me, it'd be the Brewers in the NL, the Dodgers in the NL, Braves. I'm fine with, and then uh, the Mets because yeah. they're going to get healthier. Those are the. I'm still, I'm still very big on the Padres, though. I'm not, I'm not fading this team. I mean, again, Machado coming back, and if they get Fernando Tatis Jr. back, dude, who knows? This team, I, I've been, I've been telling people, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if the Padres actually win the NL West like the Giants did last year, but I still think the Dodgers are going to win the NL pennant one way or the other. I just see, can't you just see the Dodgers with their boredom, quote unquote, which is a great word that I, I, I'm i going to steal from you everywhere yeah. I go now. Yeah. Um, they It seems like it could let down and foolishly allow the Padres to take the West, just like they let the Giants That's get ahead true. of them last year. Yeah, man, the Giants last year. I wish Blake Snell could just win a start. Oh, man. If, if they can get Blake Snell going, man, I'm telling you, Blake Blake Snell is a great pitcher. He really is. He, he's got every tool in the world. 
if he could just stop walking guys. My God, if he could stop walking guys. I'm a little mad at him right now. He may have just destroyed my Phillies, uh, which I mean, the Phillies destroyed my own their own ticket. But uh, yeah, hitting Bryce Harper with that pitch. Yes. Yeah, that was tough. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we got some bets for tonight as in Friday. And of course, we got all the lines for the, all the games today and through the weekend. Cannot wait to talk to you about it right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Ryan Horvat, Cody Decker. What I love is uh, we're doing this and we're on camera. I'm sitting in my kitchen where I usually am. Uh, I'm actually wearing a Christmas sweater today. Chicago Cubs Christmas sweater. Nobody's even mentioned it that I got... I rolled out of bed, literally got the bed head, but uh, the Cubs have made me over six and a half units the last two weeks, man. Had the over last that I've been playing totals last Sunday against the Cards, uh, plus 150 on the money line. They took the series from the Cards, so I think uh, some are even saying that the Cubs are back, Cody. I don't, I don't know who's saying it, but some are saying they just might be back. I don't know what else to tell you that no one's saying that the Cubs are back. No one. Uh, not even you listen, I know we're in a group chat. Those of you listening right now, we're in a group chat for this show. And when I say that I have, I'm in a group chat with two completely delusional Cubs, like Ryan's the most stereotypical, uh, Cubs fan, because usually our, our texts are just miserable texts about how much he hates the Cubs. He's this team is dead to him literally as recently as what, four days ago, you wrote a text. This team is dead to me. I hate them. I'll never root for him again. Go pirates. And then last night you're writing a text. Oh man, the Cubs are back. And now you're rocking a Christmas sweater, man. Yeah. I I can't get a read on you one way or the other, bro. No, I still hate them. They just have been making money and I'm going back home uh, for a couple of weeks. So I'm going to a game where there's a concert immediately after, and it's freaking OAR, which I don't think they've made a good album in the last decade. Now they like you just hear them when you're at Target. Time wow. out. I just looked in the group chat here that we have on our, and it says uh, Morel five for five and a home run. O'Neill Cruz would pray for that. Boy, oh boy, Mario, just sitting in the back trying to throw daggers at the most exciting young player maybe ever in O'Neill. By the way, speaking of O'Neill Cruz, did you see his home run yesterday? Both his home runs. He this guy hits two irons that get maybe three feet off the air that go out. Dude, he's he, I mean ridiculous. He he's might be, he might end up being my favorite player in baseball. I, I like I said, I have to watch every Pirates game now because I have yeah. to see what this they're guy mostly, does. They're becoming my MLB. They're like my uh, I, like in, in the NBA. I always talk about my league pass teams. They might. That's they're so funny. Out. That's exactly Keith Arizari uh, from uh, from uh, Better's Eye. In fact, I wrote that last night. I'm like, am I a Pirates fan now? Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, they are your league pass team. I'm like, you know what? They are. I think the Pirates are my league pass team. I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm going to be all behind home plate with Michael Keaton, right? The two guys just rocking our Pirates gear, rooting for this team to get to 40 wins finally. They're, they're, they're these kids that they keep calling up, they're the real deal. O'Neill Cruz is like a created player, six foot eight. Never seen anything like him. All right, let's do our prop off. I got a couple of leans that I like for strikeouts. That I'll throw really quickly, and then I got one that I played, actually. Uh, Max Freed tonight, over five and a half strikeouts I was looking at. Good one. I was looking at Alex Cobb, over four and a half strikeouts, because it's plus money, plus 115. Mm -hmm. But I don't trust him. 
Merrill Kelly's number earlier this morning, it was really juiced is why I didn't play it. Minus 155. Mm-hmm. Three and a half. Three and a half. I have the exact same one. All right. Is that where you're going? Uh, that's one of the ones I'm playing. I, you got to lay down a little bit for it, but it's three and a half. So if nothing else, it's going to hit. He's going to hit three and a half. It's not. And listen, he's got 71 Ks in 84 innings. He's not technically a strikeout pitcher, but three and a half, four Ks. This guy does get in the fifth, sixth inning, a reasonable amount. I think he's going to be able to hit that three and a half mark. I'll take the over on that. I need you to do a favor for me, which is always great radio or podcast content. Can you tell me, could you confirm who's pitching for the Astros tonight for me? Uh, It wasn't listed this morning when I looked. Uh, It it might've changed. I will take a look at it right this second. Uh, Do some great radio voice stuff as I take a look for this. Because I had a play and now as I look, I have a uh, faceless man right now (laughs) on my on my app and then i went to click back in and my internet is like frozen and i don't want to screw up the video well i'm not gonna lie to you i'm having trouble actually finding the astros game i I wanted to say it was christian javier yeah it is okay so i was right so yes christian javier is on the mound tonight you can get him at seven over seven and a half strikeouts at minus 110 okay so christian javier tonight mario you could always edit this uh i'm gonna go with a rear under for me under seven and a half strikeouts. So eight strikeouts. That number is just way too high. That seven number is half. very up there. I, I figured we were going to see six and a half. So I actually looked at this number earlier today, thinking maybe I was going to go over. He's only had eight strikeouts in three of his last 14 starts. He averages 5.8 strikeouts per game. And we're seeing this number at seven and a half. He's had eight strikeouts in two of seven games at home this season where he averages averages a 5.7 per game. And then he's had eight strikeouts in only two of his two, two of 11 games when his team is favored. Mm-hmm. I know they're going against the angels, but he's already faced them twice this season, man. And he's went under this number seven and a half K's both times. So April 9th, he only struck out three and then April 20th, he only struck out four. He's only averaged 4.4 innings per start this season. I mean, he went seven, five, six, three, four. Maybe, maybe because he's coming off that the last outing was against the Yanks and he struck out 13. So I think this is an inflated number. Christian Javier under seven and a half strikeouts. Again, he's hit this number three of his last 14 games. So yeah, I, I, I like that number very much. I think that is a smart play. Yes. I think it's juiced because of that last outing. In fact, yesterday I played my first strikeout under of the year last yesterday and everyone called me a madman, but Luis Severino under seven and a half. He only yeah, that four. That is a good call. Good yeah. call by you. I felt very, very good about it. I was actually on live on the line, and they all faded me. Guess who's laughing now? Don't you fade the big dog. Don't you dare. No, okay, I got, I got one. We already mentioned Merrill Kelly. I got another strikeout prop for you. Okay. I actually like this one. Um, I don't like the White Sox today in, in San Francisco on a whole. In fact, I'm staying away from the White Sox as if they have the plague, and and, and this is the, the 1500s. I, listen, Lance Lynn today, though, over 5.5 Ks, plus 105 Here's why I like it. It's not necessarily because Lance Lynn is having a great year. He's obviously only had a couple of starts since coming off the IL, although he's had enough starts that I think he's going to go probably deeper into this game, but only five Giants have ever even faced him, okay? And that's the following batters. Tommy LaStella, 20 at-bats. He's hitting 152. Longoria, he's got seven at-bats, 143. Jock Peterson, 0 for 8. Wilmer Flores, 0 for 8. Darren Ruff, 0 for 3. And a ton of Ks between the five of them. 
and that's just the ones he's faced. Over five and a half strikeouts for uh, plus 105. I'm jumping all over that. I love it. I love it. I actually, I've been on fire with home run props. I don't know how it's happening right Amazing, now. Right? I've, just, I've been on a tear. And I got one that I actually love today. I got a one too. I'm going with Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. Plus 425 is the number I got. How this show has changed, man. Trevor Rogers, my favorite pitcher in baseball. Man, he's been tough. First half of the season last year has been awful. He's got an ERA of 586 right now. He's three and six on the season. I actually weirdly like his strikeout prop today, man. It was only three and a half, but it was juice minus 150, so I stayed away. Um, give me Juan Soto to Homer today, plus 425. Love it. I got one that is flat out written in the stars and guaranteed to happen. It's taking place in Colorado, and his name is Christian Walker. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, well, Cody, Christian Walker's hitting 200. Yeah, great. He's hitting 200 with 19 homers and 55 RBIs, and today he's facing Antonio Sanzatella. By the way, have they faced each other before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have. Would you like to hear the numbers, Ryan? Yeah, hit me with them. Okay. Going into Friday's game, Walker has a blistering 476 batting average against him. Six extra bases, including two home runs, and only 21 at-bats. Uh, yeah, I'll jump all over that one. And you know what's funny, man? So, like, the last couple of the, of the pods that we've done, I've given out the total bases over one and a half, and I'm like, if I wasn't such a coward, I would throw a little sprinkle on the home run prop. Mm-hmm. And I keep going with the total bags. And every single time, the home run hits, and I don't actually play the prop. So, today... I am going in on Juan Soto. You know what that means. Trevor Rogers is back today. 13 Ks. Juan Soto goes 0 for 2 because he doesn't see a pitch. I will say that. I, that's something you just said that I think is so important for um, listeners to really understand. If you are thinking about playing a home run prop but are a little scared, play that same guy with his bases prop. The bases yeah. prop is the best way to make money on any bet. It's the easiest prop to get. There's the most information available to you to make an informed decision on these props. I mean, it's just, they are just there for you over, over, or even under total bases is just the best one to play. It's a lot easier than strikeout props. And I love strikeout props. You know, I was thinking about this because I never really did a whole lot of hitting props, always just K props and then sides and totals. I mean, I'm, you know, traditional, so Mm -hmm. sides, totals, but, uh, man, I don't know why, because obviously, you have the history right there. You have all the numbers. I should have just been playing these total base props all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. I think I think they're an absolute gold mine, and I'm surprised more people don't jump all over it. Hey, first five innings, you got anything for me? Because I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going with an over five in Phillies cards today with Michaelis on the mound. I know Michaelis has been great, but the way this Phillies team's been hitting, and quite frankly, the way the Cardinals team can swing it too, over five, minus 115, I'm going to jump on that one. Yeah, man, there's a couple that I was actually looking at that same one. I was looking at the weather. So I like the full game over uh, in that one as well, nine and a half. And I was thinking maybe a first five over in Rangers Mets, which I believe was four and a half at the time. Um, You know, the reason I was looking at this, so I was looking at the weather tonight at Citi Field, and we're looking at 11 to 12 mile per hour winds um, that are going to be blowing pretty much towards center field. Since they opened back in 2009, I saw this overs 101, 57 to 8 at City Field in these conditions. So you're hitting about 63% of the time. I'm just going to go with the first five over between Rangers and Mets. I, and I also like the Mets quite a bit tonight, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. So I'll like go it. over there, over four and a half. 
Uh, lastly, I only have one more real prop on the day, and that would be a no run in the first inning. Um, and that is between the Rays and Blue Jays, Kluber and Barrios. Uh, I think there was decent value on it, mainly because uh, Barrios has not been pitching that great, but he is usually pretty solid in the first inning. I'm liking a no run in the first. This was really the only game today I was really feeling totally comfortable going with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't love a whole lot of props today. You want to do some sides and totals? Let's do that. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Bounce right into it here on the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, myself, Ryan Horvat. All right, let's look at some games that we like. Uh, we get an early game today because the Cubs are at home at Wrigley Field hosting the Boston Red Sox. This seems kind of like a trap today, man. Rich Hill. Four and four this year with a 409 going against Samson. Uh, no official record. He's got a ERA of 169. I want to talk to Samson. I was looking at the weather. Kind of want to take the under in this game. Seems like an over game. Uh, played the over last night at Wrigley. Is it? Is it? Is just? Is this? Is do, do we just take Boston, man? Like the Cubs off a high last night. Yeah, but all those runs. I used are to have you surprised this. though by the price here because I'm looking at the Cubs right here. And you can get them on the money line for plus 115. And I'm surprised they're giving the Cubs this much credit. I know they are having a good week and they're playing at home. And I guess they are playing against facing Rich Hill. I don't know. Do you think this might be a letdown spot for Boston? I uh, I do. I, I mean, there's something fishy here. I know it's Rich Hill, you know, but and I know the Cubs have been playing better. But, but here's the other thing. It's the it's it's the matchup of Rich Hill. It yes, th- today man. seems like a game that Patrick Wisdom would hit three homers in. Yeah. I, I want nothing to do with this game. If anything, I'd maybe maybe I would go Chicago at that price. I might consider taking a home underdog little flyer here on the Cubs today. It's it's an interesting game and it's an interesting line. And there's something about that plus 115 that's making me really look at it over and over and over again. I wasn't expecting it to be all that close. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with that game, to be honest with you. Uh, Tampa Bay, Toronto. So the Rays on the road, I just don't trust them, man. And the Rays offensively right now are a mess. They just can't score runs. 40 and 35 on the season. They got Kluber going against Berrios. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, the Blue Jays last I saw here in D.C. were minus 150 on the money line. The total was eight and a half, slightly juiced to the over minus 120. Run line price, you're looking at Tampa Bay, minus 155. Toronto, you're getting plus money. Um, I actually like Tampa Bay quite a bit tonight, man. Um, problem is, I just really don't trust them to do anything mm-hmm. with runners in scoring position to score. But I like Kluber so far this season, you know, three and four with a three, four, five. I might take a shot with Tampa Bay tonight on the on the money line, plus 125. This one's a stay away from me. Way more than the last game. Um, right now, I need the Rays to get a little more healthy. I, I, I'm They're too inconsistent. I, you mentioned 40 and 35. This team should be 45 and 30. Um, as for the Blue Jays, still, still a little inconsistent against their own division. It seems like every, the, it seems like the AL East, with the exception of the Yankees, has done a good job cannibalizing itself. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, speaking of teams I don't trust, here they are, the Philadelphia Phillies. I feel like this is another weird spot. So the Phillies tonight at home, where they're a much better baseball team, plus 120 on the money line, going against Miles Michaelis. He's minus 145. 
five and five record, but with a two five seven ERA. I like the cards tonight. The thing is, I hate betting against the Phillies at home in Philly. They've been a much better baseball team, as I said. But uh, minus one forty five for Michaelis. I think we get a solid start for him. I think I think they're going to score some runs tonight. Give me the cards. I'm going the opposite, man. You're giving me plus money at home the way this team has been swinging it. And I agree. I've loved Miles Michaelis this year, but at some point you got to fade him. And today I think is the day the way it it had not, not the Phillies. I I apologize for saying the Phillies. Kyle Schwarber is going to beat the Cardinals today. Is he? Because it's July now though. I was good point. That is a fair point, but he, he just had a monstrous June. Yeah. Let's see if the let's see if the calendar rolls over or if he can continue this monster streak. I'm gonna say he's gonna continue it, but we'll find out. Mario says Schorber had as many home runs as the Tigers. He that did. is true. Twelve That's in crazy. the month of June. The, how insane. bad are the Tigers? Dude, they suck. Let's be awful. honest. I can't believe I had hopes for that team. Same. Uh, right down the street, Marlins Nationals tonight. We just talked about that game. Trevor Rogers going against Josiah Gray. I'll be playing the over. Yeah. And uh, you could have had plus money. Now it's minus 105, at least here in D.C. I like the over nine and a half in that game. And even though Rodgers hasn't been very good, you know what? Actually, Josiah Gray at home, especially six and four this year, three, eight, two ERA. It's very rare that you see the Nationals favored. I'm going to take a shot with the Nats. I like Juan Soto to homer today. And I'll go with the over, over nine and a half. We're having some disagreements today. I like it. We're fighting. I'm going to take the plus 105 on the Marlins. Listen, I know that Rogers hasn't been good, but this is the Nationals we're talking here. The Nationals. Yes. The Nationals. Josiah Gray has given up, what, 23 home runs already? I'm I'm going to stick with – I'm going to go with the Marlins in this game. Plus 105, you're giving me plus money. I think the Marlins are sneaky good. I might take Jorge Soler tonight to homer plus 250. That might be good. That might be a real good pick. I like that. I wish I could get like plus 300. Uh, tonight, Braves, Reds, Max Freed on the bump for the Braves. I wanted to bet the Braves, but BetMGM said, no, Ryan, we will not allow that. They're minus 275 on the money line. Mm-hmm. Run line, minus 165, nope. which is actually my cutoff for the money line, dude. Uh, Freed has been awesome. Yes. 7-2 and two with the 277. Don't hate a look at him for NL Cy Young, to be quite mm-hmm. honest with you. Mike Miner is in the league, and that's the nicest thing I'll say about Mike Miner. He's one and four with a 771 ERA. How do we hey, hey, how about this? Braves team total over. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna do the thing you hate the most. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna go team total over? I'm actually going alternate run line. I say they're gonna win this game by three runs. Mike Miner's got nearly an eight ERA. They're throwing Max Freed, who will be a finalist for the Cy Young this year. Hey, the Braves got their asses kicked yesterday, but still put up five runs in an ass kicking. That was their bad game. They are not going to have a bad game today. I think they're going to win this game by seven. You just talked me into it. I'm just going run line. I'll lay the chalk minus one six. I'm going alternate run line, man. I want some value. And right now that value is at minus 110 for over two and a half. I'm definitely taking it. Although are the Reds refreshed after getting the crap kicked out of them uh, last night by the Cubs, they go back home to Cincinnati, eat some of that terrible chili, Skyline chili, whatever that what is with stuff. Cincinnati. I've never had Skyline chili. I've never been in Cincinnati, but all I've ever been told is that Skyline chili, if you're from Cincinnati, it's the greatest thing in the world, but everyone I've ever talked to that's ever had Skyline chili tells me it's terrible. If your pitch for me to come visit your city is chili, I mean, and I like chili. So do I. Mario says it's good if you're hungover. Uh, oh, Brewers. That I can get. 
that I can get. But I've never been to Cincy, man. I've just uh, like I feel like every city's got their thing. Like, Philly's got the cheesesteak. I, I thank you. The cheesesteak is is a, a masterpiece. It's wonderful. What would yeah. be New York's thing? I mean, I mean, it, I think New York's got like forty things. Cheese sandwiches. I don't know. In Chicago, for me, it's the Italian beef. You go to I, that Italian beef for that. Yeah, I agree with that. In L.A., I mean, not really. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of everything. Yeah. So it's it's weird, but yeah, uh, chili over there. I, I've never I've never thought of Cincinnati Cincinnati and thought chili. I'm more of the Ron White guy thinking. I always kind of thought that was be like you know Mexico City's type thing. Betting the Pirates again today. I bet the Pirates last night. They came through. That was a hell of a sweat though. They go up early. Brewers come back, tie it. It was like back and forth. Um, you know what, man? Never mind. Dad didn't think so. No shot. I, 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 I was blown away by you going for this. I'm like, no way. They're not, it's not happening twice. In fact, I did have the Brewers yesterday on the money line, which was a surprisingly good money line. It was like minus 125. So I jumped all over it, and I almost got it because it came back multiple times. I wonder what they saw yesterday in the stats because I couldn't find it to justify that Pirates money line, and I'm definitely not going to justify it today. Corbin Burns on the mound. Brewers going to win this game. No question. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yesterday, the only reason why I faded him because Adrian Hauser was on the mound. Now he's injured. Brewers just can't stay healthy right now. Uh, I can't fade Corbin Burns. So no. I'm just staying away from that game. Can't play the Brewers. Can't bet against them. Um, won't be surprised if the Pirates win. Here's me and Corbin Burns right here. Look at that. that was before Corbin Burns had the hair. That's a oh, young look Horvath. at you. Look at look at young Ryan Horvath. Anyway, uh, so so adorable. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um. So the that's a stay away, man. Yankees minus two twenty five. There are some big favorites. How the hell do we bet tonight? Uh, going against the Guardians. I gotta be honest. Ah, Savali though, two and four with a seven twenty ERA. That's what's keeping me away. This is a stay away game. Cole's on the mound. I, I there's nothing I can do in this game. I and here's the thing. I think the Guardians are a lot of fun to watch, man. I'm enjoying this team quite a bit. I took them yesterday. Um, and look at the, and by the way, I took him yesterday on the run line. That is the second time this week I have been rewarded. Cause I, I even said yesterday because they're down we going into the ninth inning. I'm like, great. The only way for this to hit is a walk off Homer. Once, once Ramirez got on base, I'm like, Hey, maybe I still got a shot. And that's the second time this week judge gave me an extra inning, three run home run, giving me both Aaron judges home run prop and the run line. And then yesterday, the Guardians giving me that run line with the two-run walk-off home run. Dude, I have gotten some, you know, you heard bad beats. What would be the opposite of bad beat? That's just a great beat that you got right there, man. Yeah, the, but it's not a beat. It's a it's a victory. I, I think I came up with a phrase. I'm, I'm, it'll come to me. It'll come to me in a second. I mean, that is, yeah. Imagine being on the other side of that. Imagine you were on the uh, on the other on the line yesterday. Such a time. bad beat if you if that happened to you. But me, me, I got rewarded for it, dude. Mario says a good bounce. Um, delay of gain. That's what it is. Delay of gain. That's my word. I'm, I'm going like to coin that, that phrase. Delay like of gain. I like that. I still Thank can't you. believe that though. He hits a two run shot. Um, I wanted to play the Mets tonight, man, and I should have done it last night. Minus two hundred now. Bassett hasn't been good enough for me to lay that price. Six and five with the 401 ERA going against Otto, who's been up and down four and three with the five, three, two kind of like the over in this game. I think we're gonna get some runs. Um, I wanted to play the Mets. I don't trust the Mets on the run line right now. They're a much better team at home. They're back in New York, but uh, 
I like the Mets, but not enough, not enough to lay minus two. This is so. tough. Minus two hundred on the money line, and I'm not going to touch the run line. I, I don't feel comfortable touching the run line. It's a stay away game. I, I'm sure there's some props in here that I can definitely look at. There might be a total base here and there, but for the most part, there's nothing that's really eye catching or grabbing me. I gotta be honest. I'd rather gouge my own eyeballs out than watch anything or bet Kansas City, Detroit. Anything there for you? These not two? a thing. Nothing. Don't even bother. Um, the Astros going to beat up on the Angels all weekend long, I'm assuming. I would assume that as well. I truly think the Astros are a juggernaut. I didn't think that at the beginning of the year. And I think it was more that I didn't want to think it at the beginning of the year. But as this year has just continued, man, they are they are so good. So, so right. good. They're not going anywhere. And the Angels are a disaster. I, I hate it. I, I, I played them over 84 and a half wins. Rip that ticket yeah. up. Uh, I got it. All right. So you've turned down all my dogs so far. Here's an attractive one. The Baltimore Orioles coming off their first winning month in forever. They had a winning record in June. Tonight, plus 180, going against the Twins. They lose in heartbreaking fashion yesterday. They even lose on the run line. The Twins tonight, minus 225 favorites with Ryan on the mound. He's been really good. Six and three, 320 ERA going against Watkins. ERA, 5-1. Yeah, never mind. I, I was thinking maybe Baltimore. I can't do it, man. I can't I, I do it. It's the wrong guy on the mound. Uh, with with Ryan on the mound, I'm not doing it. Uh, would it you shock know. you if Baltimore wins? No, it wouldn't, which is also the reason I'm not betting the game. There's some weird games and lines today that are really scaring me off is not the right phrase, but there are some pitching matchups here, and there seems just like there's a few letdown games. This has all the makings of a letdown game. I mean, you know, there's weekends like this. There's days like this where you don't have to force it. There's just not a whole lot I like. Here's one that I kind of do like, but the line movement's scaring me away a little bit. So we talked about this. We were talking about this game yesterday, and the Diamondbacks were minus 120, and this morning, plus 100 now in Colorado. That's kind of what's scaring me a little bit. I don't like betting against the Rockies at home where they're a much different ball club, uh, but I'm getting plus money tonight with Merrill Kelly, 6-5, and five, three, six, four ERA. That that might be worth a shot. The Diamondbacks tonight. Thoughts? We're actually on the same page here. I already took Merrill go. Kelly. I mentioned I already mentioned Christian Walker. In fact, uh, what I said about Christian Walker, do the exact same for Kettle Marte. Kettle Marte, you want to look over at over one and a half total bases for him. Definitely going to hit that over for some plus money. Um, yeah, I like the Diamondbacks tonight a lot. I I like the Diamondbacks. I think they're a sneaky good team. Now, are they a playoff team? No, but they're definitely better than the Colorado Rockies. And I can get the Diamondbacks at plus one hundred. Yeah, Sensatella's yeah. on the mound. That's that's not scaring me or making me think that I should be jumping on the Rockies. I I like the Diamondbacks today. All right, that's an official play for me as well. So I will take the Diamondbacks. And then I got another one here that I played last night. Uh, it's minus one seventy five right now here in D.C., which I'm fine with. Um, because Gonsolin is on the mound. He hasn't lost a start this year. He's 9-0 with a 158 ERA. And he's going against Blake Snell. Not only Blake Snell, but Blake Snell on the road. 0-5, 560 ERA. I'll do it. I'll be the sucker. Give me the Dodgers tonight. I already played it. I'll give it out again. I think the Dodgers are going to beat up on the Padres tonight just because it's Blake Snell night. It's Blake Snell night and it's Tony Gonsolin night. Tony Gonsolin has a 158 ERA. Um, this is a series that I was kind of looking forward to maybe fading the Dodgers a bit, but the way the matchups have been yeah. so far, even yesterday, I thought about taking it out on the Padres because, you know, uh, Musgrove was on the mound, obviously, but even that kind of scared me off for some reason. I knew it was going to be a low scoring affair and obviously the Dodgers got the win three to one, but now I'm looking at this game. Yeah. Gonsolin on the mound. He's going to be going 10 and 0 after tonight. Blake Snell. He's 
man, he's 0-5 with a 5-6. This, Dude. I I know a lot of people point to a lot of trades that have backfired on teams. I don't think uh, people are just aware how much the Padres gave up to the Rays for Blake Snell. It hasn't even come to fruition yet for the Rays. It's not going to come to fruition for the Rays until like 2025, but we're going to notice it. And it's going to be the way the White Sox fans talk about Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields. That's what the all Padre fans are going to be talking about. What's the Rays are going to be doing with the players they got from the Padres for Blake Snell. I need Blake Snell to turn this around, man. It's not that he's not talented. He's extraordinarily talented. He's one of the most talented guys out there. He just hasn't had it since he's gone. Oh, it's left Tampa Bay. In fact, He's been bad since he left Tampa Bay. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, he's been terrible, and the Rays obviously knew what they were doing, and it's crazy because now you look at all their arms, and they're very – if the Rays make a phone call to me and I'm a general manager, I just hang up the phone. Hey, really quickly, uh, would you find value – because this is obviously a big series, uh, better than the games we're seeing tonight. We get Darvish against Anderson tomorrow. Would you look at maybe the Padres? It's looking like they would be plus 125 on the money line, Darvish against Anderson. That'll be the game I play. For the pods, I will definitely play that on the Padres side. I think the Padres have a good chance of splitting the series, although they're going down 2-0 tonight. Um, I, the fact they didn't win with Joe Musgrove on the mound yesterday is a problem. They need to win the games when Joe Musgrove's on the mound. And then Sunday, Gore against Kershaw. Would, there's no line. Look ahead. But would you lean Dodgers? I, I might end up leaning towards Gore on Sunday, but I need to see the lines first, honestly, because right. – I don't know what Ben MGM is going to do with Kershaw this next like minus two. Yeah, very. That might be as close to a pick him as we're going to get in this series. Uh, do you like Marco Gonzalez? Well, do you like Gonzalez and the Mariners? I should say enough to lay minus one eighty five against the A's tonight. No, but I do like Marco Gonzalez enough to lay down less than that, so I can get plus one ten on the run line. I Marco Gonzalez has actually not been bad this year and the Mariners are starting to play some decent baseball. Finally, they're starting to look like the Mariners. We wanted them to look like yeah. the problem is it might be too late. And when I say that, I'm like, great. It's July 1st and this team is going to be out of it already, but I'm liking how they're playing ball right now. They're playing against the high AAs. Um, I feel very good about the Mariners tonight. And again, they've been playing some good baseball and Marco Gonzalez is not a bad pitcher. No, not at all. We talked about this matchup a little bit earlier on. Lance Lynn on the mound tonight going against Alex Cobb. Cobb's got a 5-4-8 ERA. Lynn has not been good since he's came back. 1-1 one one with a 6-19 ERA. Uh, call me crazy. I kind of like the Sox tonight. Plus not touching the Sox. I, 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 I'm leaning towards the Sox, but I'm not putting money on them for a while. I, I need them to get out of it. However, I did talk about the Lance Lynn K prop. Everything says he's going to hit it, so I would jump on that. But I, I don't feel confident in this White Sox team on the road in San Francisco for me to put any money on. All right. Well, that'll do it. We'll be back on Monday. We'll recap what goes down this weekend. What do you got going on this uh, weekend, Cody? Oh, nothing crazy. I got some shows tomorrow. You can catch me live on Bet for the Cycle on the BetQL Network. And uh, I believe Sunday you can catch me on 670 The Score for Down the Line with Cody Decker. And next week I'm going to be all over the place. You can catch me on Live on the line on Tuesday. You can catch me on what, uh, Tuesday through Friday on BetQL Daily next week, which is going to be a lot of fun. I am everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Follow me on Twitter at Decker6, Antihero Baseball on Instagram. You will be well informed of where I'm at and when you can hear this lovely, lovely voice. That'll do it. Check it out. The BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Beat it. <laughs>